Arts FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to Run to the Sound of the Guns. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots. And tonight is Tuesday, May 23rd in the year 2023. And I looked at that, I almost got confused with the year. We have a lot going on, and there's a lot of crazy stuff happening increasingly at the border and basically from all dimensions of this fight. These people are truly crazy, and they are out to literally destroy everything that we have and destroy this way of life that we're living. And it's something we have to take very seriously. And one thing, Patriots, up front, we have a new sponsor for the show. I'm very happy to welcome on board, and this sponsor is EnviroCleanse, EnviroCleanse. EnviroCleanse is an air filter system that is made in the United States. It's actually used on the naval ships to help purify air. It has a HEPA filter and it has a patented mineral filter. Now, I've been using this in the studio now for almost a week, and it's just amazing how fresh the air is and how much better you feel. And breathing good air, obviously, in this day of so much pollutants in and around us is essential. This, thing, this entire system can also filter out bacteria, it can filter out dander, it can filter out all sorts of things that, that cause us to get sick, and this also has multiple settings that allow you to flush out the system and replenish your air regularly. This is a medical-grade H11 HEPA filter, and it's truly one of the best systems on the market. So if you head over to EnviroCleanse, Dot com Enviral Cleanse, and you can find the link directly below the podcast. Use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, B-A-R-D-S. You're going to get a 20% discount on this plus free shipping. They're a fantastic product, something everyone should have in their home, quite frankly. And just, again, part of the expanding offerings that we have here on Bards Nation for the health products to keep our body strong, and especially in this time of so much stress and so many things coming at us. So check it out, EnviroCleanse.com, EnviroCleanse.com. You'll see the link below the podcast, and you won't be disappointed. A great product. Use your BARDS code, B-A-R-D-S, 20% off, free shipping. It's a great product to add to your home. So, Patriots, like I said, a lot going on right now and a lot of craziness and a lot of things happening all around. One of the issues that we're confronted with right now is the distractions that they're starting to pile on, and they are piling them on. The great distraction today, well, Elon Musk has now announced that he's going to host Ron DeSantis on Twitter for a live chat, first ever, he says. It's going to allow a candidate to come on and have open questions without any scripting. I don't know what you want to make of this. You can do it as you wish. You can either say that Elon Musk is doing a great service to humanity to try to bring forward another candidate, or you can say that this is just another action by the deep state to give people a confused choice to try to move us farther away from the realities of what we're actually dealing with. Either way, 
that DeSantis is unquestionably a deep state hand puppet. His latest video just dropped for his campaign announcement. And guess whose it features? It features Bush. Yep, that would be Jeb. Jeb, low energy Jeb, which is still low energy Jeb, by the way, because you, you walk into the video and it's all this drama and then Jeb talks and you li literally either just want to go relieve yourself or you want to go to sleep. It's that bad. We're in a very critical time right now. And it is a time, as the title says of tonight's show, of literally having to make the choice to run to the sound of the guns. In a, in a sense of conflict, one of the things you never want to do is run away. Well, at least if you're American. French like to do that. Unfortunately, the French have done that too many times. So have the British. And nothing personal against our French and British listeners, but you have. Your army has. In fact, the French used to carry a white flag in their vehicles in Afghanistan. Now, that's not a, that's not a statement to the soldiers. That's a statement to the politicians and retarded commanders that are running our nation now with our LGBTQ agenda, that it's more important to worry about inclusion than it is to worry about an enemy that's at our gates. And the enemy is at our gates. It's very real, and it's pressing in on us at a rapid and incredible pace. Now, many things, like I said, are going on. In this week as well, the WHO, which is the World Health Organization, is making a major move to take control of nations all across the world and this administration's about ready to sign over all of our sovereignty through a legal process to give the WHO total control over the pandemic crisis and how we respond as a nation. Take a listen to this piece. Regardless of what you think about it, this is something that the public should definitely at least know about. Right now, negotiations are taking place at the United Nations to create a historic legally binding agreement with the WHO called the Pandemic Accord. In a nutshell, it's being proposed that the 194 member countries hand over the authority to the WHO to decide if and when to mandate a pandemic. And not only that, but because this agreement includes the prevention, preparedness, and response to a pandemic, the enforceable measures, once finalized, would be wide-reaching. Vaccines and drugs to lockdowns and protective courses of actions that a country should take. But since these negotiations are still early, trying to finalize a document that pretty much the whole world agrees on is gonna be tricky. Now some, like the European Union, who are its biggest backers, say it's going to protect the world from future pandemics because all countries can act as a united front. But others, including the United States, have reservations. Concerns over this agreement leading to countries ceding their authority to the WHO have been raised. And what the consequences would be if a country disagreed or didn't follow the WHO's legally binding instructions. With that said, it should also be noted that governments are leading the negotiations and are free to reject the accord. But either way, since the decisions made in this agreement will pretty much affect the entire world, we should all at least know about it. Yeah, that might be a good idea. And like, that would be a good idea to wake up and realize what's happening. This is a global coup and all governments are involved in it. And they're all hand in hand working to bring humanity under one global order to submit them to a global slavery. Now, you're going to hear discussions about how the WHO is run by China. Let's be very clear. The WHO is run by the CCP, which is ultimately in the hands of the Han dynasties. And the Han dynasty is one that believes truly in having only the Han rule the world and everybody else be the slaves. The good news is that the Han hates the WEF and the WEF hates the Han, but they all try to hold hands and sing Kumbaya, though at the end of the day, they're both going to kill each other. And that's true. We just can't have that happen fast enough. Now, I'm going to play a piece here 
and I'm going to warn you, there is some language in this for those that get there, get sensitive. I clipped out a bit of it, but I'm not going to clip out all of it. And there's a reason. We're at a point now we have to start understanding people are getting very raw and getting very real with what we're saying. And discussions that we're going to have increasingly are going to get tough. And the real world we're facing isn't going to be able to put a sugar coating on what you're dealing with. The reality is we're dealing in a very raw and in incredibly evil world. And this person here who is a, a veteran, a special operations veteran, he goes by use Roden 36, use Roden 36 on TikTok. He just has a solid perspective here, though it is a little coarse about what we have to do and we're, we're actually what we're facing right now. And you can hear the frustration as well. Now, for parents, this is about four and a half minutes, just so you know, it's in case you're concerned about the language for your children. I totally understand. Here we go. Hey, guys, what's up? So, you know, my friend, one of my good friends sent me a video this morning. That was really disturbing. And I just want to say this. Because of my career, because of what I used to do, I've met a lot of people who moved on to three-letter agencies, let's put it that way. These guys are brothers. Like, they would risk their life and limb to let me know what's going on. They're not bullshitting. They're not lying. They know exactly what's going on. And I still stay in communication with them. Now, understand operational security as somebody who works for a three-letter agency can get these people removed, fired, killed, Whatever you, whatever you may think. But if you can look back, I'm not going to bring up anything recently. I'm not going to bring anything that's still underneath that umbrella of operational security. But I'm going to talk about things that we can see, that we can talk about, that had happened. And people don't realize how corrupt the United States government is. Okay? If you think about Benghazi, the reason Benghazi happened was because one of the guys who was this... They say he was a um, ambassador for the United States, but he was really part of a cabinet of people that were trying to trying to dissolve some information to the public that had to do with the Clinton Foundation and some really bad shit that was going on in our federal government. And so, you know, his his life had been threatened multiple times by some higher ups, and then Benghazi happens. Come to find out, you know, we knew there's assets literally three kilometers away from that building. You know, I think it was a Marine Recon group of dudes was literally three, re three kilometers away from what happened. And they were told to stand down by our State Department. Now, that alone should send a warning signal to the American people that if you're not abiding by the people in charge, your life is forfeit. And they took that dude's life, okay? Not to mention a bunch of my brother's lives too. So it really pisses me off that the American people are asleep. You know, you guys are out here bitching about reparations and equality and all the fucking shit they want you to think about, all the shit they want you to fucking be distracted with. That's what you're thinking about right now. Instead of focusing your energy on our true enemy, the people who are destroying the Constitution of the United States, the people are destroying the Bill of Rights. These people aren't out for you. Whether you're 
LGBTQIA+, whether you're black, whether you're Hispanic, whether you're white, they do not give a fuck. They see numbers and dollars, and that's all they do. You know, break it down to the most simplistic fucking analogy I can get to. Take a corporate business and take a family-run business, okay? The family-run business is going to try to give you a fair price and give you a good quality product. The corporate business is going to try to fuck you any which way they can and make the biggest margins, okay? And you can look at any corporation, Walmart, Sam's Club, whatever you want to look at, you know? Your local municipalities, you know? There's not supposed to be monopolies in the country. How many of you pay the same company for your power every day? Now, this is supposed to be a federally controlled and regulated. It's all about the bottom fucking dollar. 90% of the people who work for the FDA were former pharmaceutical heads, CEOs, or huge guys in the corporation of pharmacies, pharmaceutical fucking companies. And now they're running the FDA. So why are all these things getting improved? You know, how does a fucking nine-month vaccine that's causing major blood clots and killing many, many people get approved? Right there. Look it up. You got fucking professional soccer players keeling over with heart attacks. What the fuck does that tell you? It's all about money. I don't even understand it. Like, is this a mass murder of as many people as possible to fucking do like a, a you know, a sacrifice to their fucking evil God? Is that what they're doing? Because that's what it seems like they're doing. And I, I don't want to get all biblical on you, but look at the signs, people. Read Revelations. Look at the signs. It's all right in fucking front of you. And the biggest enemy of the people in, in the United States is our federal government. And they are tied to every other government across the world that have the same ideologies and same backdrop for what they want to happen. He's dead on. And this is the part that so many people are having such a hard time processing, which is the government has become a tyranny. It is partnered with its corporate partners. It's in bed with them. And globally, they are working in a concert to work in policies and force humanity without any of our consent into a complete and total tyranny. Let me put some context into tonight's title. Something that was given to me. It's, it's a name of a book, but that's not where it came from. This title is very personal to me tonight. This title was given to me by one of my trainer mentors in Afghanistan a good friend. His name's Jim. He was a Rhodesian SAS intelligence officer. He's the one who really opened my eyes into the potential of what we could do with information and influence warfare on the ground. And it was always in the point of the heart of the warrior. Run to the sound of the guns. When you start seeing an enemy pull this up, don't back down. Turn around and charge it. I don't care if you've got a camera in your hand, a sketchbook, or a pistol. At the end of the day, what you have is heart. And what he's talking about is there's way too many people getting distracted about the wrong things. Our eyes have got to be on where this enemy is, and that enemy is in our government. Our enemy is in our corporate leaders, pulling off all these crazy distractions to force us away and away from what we need to be doing. Keep your eye on the enemy. Our enemy is betraying this nation in massive ways. It's doing everything it can to corrupt the children, the war on the children, the war on our elderly, and just the complete elimination of the middle class. This is the objective. We're trying to go to a two-tier system right now. Everything they're doing is to wipe out the middle class, 
make the world subservient to its will, force in a UBI, take away regular money, force in digital currency, and then roll out these other ideals, which there's so many stupid people out here that are truly believing that we're going to be in a one-world government. It's all going to be better now. It's time to shake the tree, time to shake the roots of what this people, what these people think. And there can be no mercy and there can be no quarter given. We are at the 11th hour, 59 minutes, and it's ticking down. And the reality is that our nation is under siege and it's coming in from one of the most intense asymmetric attacks we've ever imagined. We've got the border. We have the vax. We have the who with regulations. We have a government that's sitting on its butt literally talking to us about, well, we're going to get to another committee meeting and talk about this and openly tell you they have no authorities. While other members of the Intelligence Committee are openly saying that, oh, by the way, patriots in America, the FBI, the DOJ, and the CIA are going to rig your next elections. Well, hey, Congress, thanks. Thanks for the heads up. Appreciate it. What are you doing about it? Well, I'm sorry, but we don't have any authorities to do anything about it. We maybe possibly maybe possibly could defund them. This is the government you have. We've got a war waging everywhere. And it's time that we really wake up to the intensity of what we're dealing with. This is no joke, patriots. And it's not intended to be. These people are truly on the war path to try to take away our livelihood. Just look what they're doing with food and look what they're doing with our our food supply system. And don't think that isn't part of their war and their idea. Patriots, you've seen the dire headlines we're facing in the world today. Everywhere you look, things are falling apart. That's why the smartest investment you can make right now is in your family's food security. We've seen supply chains break down, food processing plants burn. We've seen animals cold because of so-called viruses. The reality is you might not be able to find food when the next disaster strikes. Imagine a moment in the future where grocery stores could be empty, roads closed, and trucks won't be able to make deliveries. When that happens, you need emergency food in full supply. That's why I urge you to grab a three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest preparedness company. When you order today, you'll save $200 on each kit you need. Having these kits means your family will stay fed while others stand in food lines. Don't delay. Order your three-month emergency food kit today and save $200 per kit. It's easy to order. Go to preparewithbards.com. You'll get fast and free shipping too. Preparewithbards.com. Do this today. You won't regret it. Preparewithbards.com. Patriots, if you are still shopping at Target, you need to go into the front of the mirror and slap yourself. And then you need to stick your nose in the corner for like the next hour and not allow yourself to eat for the rest of the day. This is your punishment. Do not shop at Target anymore. This is literally it. Take a listen to this. If you don't know the story of Target, of what they're doing, they hired a Satanist, pedophile, LGBTQ freak to do the children's designs for their Pride Month. And now they're worried about backlash and fallout. They had an emergency meeting today with their board of directors. Like, whoops, uh, let's talk about what we can do to keep so we don't have a Bud Light incident. Let's have a Bud Light incident, please. Patriots, get strong. Here we go. 
So the Target VP exec uh, that was in charge of this year's Pride collection decided to have this to say in regards to the backlash that they are receiving. Laisha Ward says, we're making our message loud and clear. Target proudly stands with the LGBT community. So let's go ahead and check some more of this message that they proudly stand with. Sorry, can't think straight. Cure transphobia. These are t-shirts. Not trans people. Satan respects pronouns. Burn down the cis stem. C-I-S. And this one here takes the cake. Heteronormativity is a plague. And before anybody comes for me saying that, yeah, those aren't on the Target website, you're right. Those are made by the company that Target partnered with for their pride section. Here you go. It's a company called Ab Pralin. So you're right, Target. You made it very loud and clear where you stand. Now so will we. Have the day that you deserve. Oh, give them the day they deserve and they want so much. I'd say Bud Light Round 2 is queued up. And it's time we give it to them. After, this is a full war if people aren't seeing it. The problem I keep saying so often is that the concept of war has been so deeply brainwashed into the American public. It's like, I don't see the muskets. I don't see the uniforms. I don't see the Chinese helmets. I don't see the Russian armor on our streets. Heck no. They're smarter than that. This war is a war of absolute and total violence. Let's define violence. No, you're not seeing blood pour out. What you're seeing in violence is acts of influence that have led children to mutilate themselves, to literally cut off their balls and women and young girls to cut off their breasts. Well, doctors help it. They're the criminals. But they've led the children to do it on their free will and many without parental consent. And those are the new laws anyway. Children don't need parental consent to be mutilated by the system. You have a war that's being waged on the thought processes of humanity to hate each other by color, to hate each other by faith as they sit back and they laugh and to get people twisted around thinking that because you were black, because I had nothing to do with it, by the way, you deserve $3 million reparations and they know they'll never pay it and they know that they'll simply incite and infuse more hatred within the community because it's the white leaders that will blame somebody else like the Republicans, which they do so well, and say, well, I'm sorry, I have no control, but we're still wanting to fight for you and the dumb people that follow it will literally go, okay, I see you're a white man, you're promising me this, or you're a white woman, and I understand you're a Democrat or you're a Republican, doesn't matter, but it's always the other party that's doing it to me, and it's I still need to hate white people even though it's white people telling me I'm not going to get my money. This is retardation. Absolute retardation. We have a vaccine, a bioweapon that's being injected still in people, and people are still dropping dead. 500% increase in HIV in our military. And that didn't come because we have a bunch of butt-loving transgenders in our military. This happened because they got injected with HIV. This is a war to tear us down, and it's happening at every level at simultaneously right now. I don't know that we've ever seen or witnessed the level of the human disaster. Now, DeSantis is running. If you're going to jump on that Twitter feed tomorrow with that live chat, ask him if he's going to ban the vax. I guarantee you he won't.
and ask him if he's going to pay reparations to every single person who took it. Here's another question for you. I mean, these, this is insane. Our politicians are out of control. And they're, all you're seeing with the deep state is they're making a pivot now, knowing that Joe Biden is way off the rails and they're, giving, they're going to feed him to the lions and the crowd will cheer. And the crowd stood up and cheered because they watched Joe Biden, who was a helpless funk, walk over and be chewed up by the lions by their new savior stepped in place. And his name was Ron DeSantis, promising to do great things for the nation. It's hand puppetry at its best. Both sides, two faces of the same coin. As Elon Musk, the great savior of free speech, presents this on Twitter and the Patriots cheer. Oh, my goodness. This gets to be lunacy after a while. Truly. I just, I, I cannot believe how indoctrinated and controlled people are and how manipulated it are. And the only way through this is for us to be more vocal. That's the only way to do it. And ultimately, I, maybe it's just going to have to happen. I'm going to recommend a couple approaches with Scripture. One would be to quote Scripture. Another would be to vocally proclaim Scripture very loudly and put it in the context of things. And when all else fails, please take your Bible in both hands and strike somebody across the head with it, and maybe the Scripture will, by osmosis, hit them in the brain and wake them up. But at some point or another... We're going to have to start shaking the tree more than it is. Oh, that's a great quote. It is written. I'll smack somebody with the Bible and say, it's written. Would you like to read it? As they hold their head in sheer pain. And no, I'm not giving you Tylenol either. Not happening. Not going to happen. I'll tell you. Yeah, we're in a critical time. And this is a crazy time as we move forward. And so it's time for us to buckle down and start getting very real. Now, I told you one of the things that they're after is crypto, and they're trying to force us into this crypto thing. This is another one of these lunacy trains we're on. You never heard, ever heard uh, Crazy Train by Ozzy Osbourne? That's a great piece. I'll tell you. I like Ozzy Osbourne sometimes. But I'll tell you right now, this is like Crazy Train. I want to play this for you. This is a piece up by the guy who's working with Coinbase. This is a new UF or a new... Uh, this is a new U.S. exchange that they're pushing. Just listen. We're gonna. I want you to listen to this, and then I'll break down the logic in this. This is insane. This is on crypto for our future. Let's see. How do how do I start this? I'll just do it and tell you when to stop. Three, two, one. The naive view of crypto is that this is some speculative asset that people are trading and they're going to lose their shirts. That's missing the forest through the trees. Fundamentally, crypto is not a financial product. It's, it's a technology that can update all kinds of financial products. It can improve settlement times. It can make it cheaper to send money to your family overseas in another country. It can be a new way for artists to get paid. Cryptocurrency, regardless of what you think about it, it's not going anywhere. It can't be uninvented. Most of the world is embracing this technology now to update their financial system. And what I fear is that we're going to be sitting here in five or 10 years and we're going to come back to crypto and think about it like we did with 5G or semiconductors and say, wow, now it's a matter of national security that we get it brought back on shore. We need to see what the potential of it is and where it goes. And we need to do that. We need a clear rule book in the United States. Yeah. Let's see how that worked. How did that happen with like the with with Obamacare? We need to pass it so you can understand what's in it. In other words, we need to roll out crypto, take away all your right for paper currency. 
We need to get it out here and follow the rest of the world. Last time I checked as an American, I don't follow people. But it's been invented. You can't take it away. That's right. Tesla stuff was invented. It never made the market. Whole bunches of inventions came but didn't go to the market. It's all about the people. And this is why they're putting the full court press to get you to talk about the, oh, it's going to give you more freedom. Even though we're going to be able to track every one of your transactions, even though you'll have no physical currency in your hand, even though it's going to supposedly make it easier. But when we want to shut you off, it's a flip of the switch and you will no longer be able to purchase. And oh, by the way, we forgot to mention that little thing called a social credit score. Yeah, that one. Because when you denounce Biden or you speak against the who or you talk about the border, yeah, I'm sorry. But that what that means right now is that your social credit score is not going to be as good and you won't get as much money. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's just the way it is. I'll tell you. It's like this, really. I think you've heard this music before. Here we go, just like that. <laughs> yeah, Patriots, it's crazy train right there. That's what we're on, and I just, oh, my goodness. We've got to get off this train, and the only way we're going to get off this train is if we start to stand up and truly run to the sound of the guns and put our foot down and say enough is enough. Things down at the border are getting crazier by the day, and it's serious stuff down there. I want you to hear a little context of what we're dealing with just in the cartel problem down on the Mexican border. And then we've got more news coming. The border between the United States and Mexico is 1,950 miles about with 48 points of entry. The proposal here is to strike cartel targets along this border, but it's not as simple as we wish it to be. Cartels don't just set up drug operations in the middle of nowhere, waiting to be hit by an American missile strike. They're smarter than that. Cartels set up drug operations inside residential areas, houses, and apartment buildings where innocent civilians live. To complicate matters further, it's often innocent civilians held against their will who are manufacturing, packing, and transporting the drugs. Somehow, American missile strike against those drug facilities seems less palatable when I think about it like that. This would leave one real option then, boots on the ground. US special forces or even conventional forces going house to house kicking in doors to kill or capture cartel members. And there's a lot of cartel members. In 2012, it was estimated that the Mexican cartels employed over 450,000 people directly, and a further 3.2 million people's livelihoods depend on various parts of the drug economy in Mexico. In a city such as Juarez, up to 60% of the economy depends on illegal sources of income. Yep. How's that for a nice little positive look at what we're looking at down there? This is truly cartel country down there, and it's all they're all working in concert. Cartels are working with our government, and that may be a hard pill to swallow, but it's the truth. The CIA was the one that helped set the cartels up in the beginning and to get them, argu arguably, get them trained. And a lot of the techniques that they're now using and high-level military tactics came from the fact that we trained Mexican special forces, and many of them defected and went and joined the cartels. This, this is the insanity of what we're dealing with. We created the problems, and now they're coming home. 
and it's getting very dangerous down there. Take a listen to this report. This comes from the border today. Take a listen. I am live in Eagle Pass, Texas, and what your audience is looking at right now is a military camp where they are housing and bringing young adult males of fighting age straight off the river on white buses into this facility. Those camps are used to bring in only young adult males, all of the males that you're seeing coming over the border. This is where they're housing them. This has been a planned coordinated effort to take down the United States of America, I believe like a Trojan horse from inside. So what can the people in Eagle Pass, Texas do in the county that you're in to stop what is happening? I mean, obviously you're there exposing it. What should they be doing? Our congressmen, our governors, they need to act and they need to act now. I'm telling America right now, stop living under a rock. This is an active, well-coordinated invasion into the nation. We have Iran's Revolutionary Guard and Cut Forces flying into Venezuela. The Venezuelan government is then giving them passports and, and proper documentation. They're being absorbed in these caravans. It's mostly Venezuelans coming in, all males. If you think that that fertilizer is not going to be utilized, those ammonium nitrate that can be used as massive bombs. Timothy McVeigh, when he blew up the Oklahoma City bombing, I think it was only two tons that he used. 26 tons went missing. Is it going to take multiple little mini 9-11 events for America for you to wake up? Maybe. That might just be what it is. 29 tons of ammonia nitrate that they're telling everybody that went missing because they don't know how it fell out of the train. And they theorize that it might have dribbled out of one of the cars because it had a slow leak as it drove up the tracks. (laughs) Hey, by the way, if you believe that. I have a got a great deal for you. There is a piece of great and wonderful tropical land in the middle of Tucson that I'll sell you for cheap. Come join me down there. It's a jungle, you betcha, with monkeys and everything else. I'm telling you right now, anybody that's believing this crap, they, it's unbelievable what that people are actually even even letting it get into their heads. What we are dealing with is a government that's completely out of control. Now, the upside is, is this. The upside is that the, ma- the rate at which they are attacking and moving forward on their plan is showing that they are at a very desperate and critical point. And I know that's hard to digest sometimes. When you look at all this, you're like, okay, great. So we got everything coming at us at once, and you're telling us that's good. Actually, I am. Because they're throwing everything at the fire. And if that's telling you one thing, it means that they are in for broke. They can't. They have to go full force, expose everything they do, expose everything that they have, and take the risk of awakening more people, a very well-armed public, and having to do all of this at a rate because something that they're seeing on the horizon is coming at them. And I don't know what that is. Maybe it's, maybe it's a meteor. I don't know. Maybe it's Russia with a missile strike ready to hit D.C., In which case, Vlad, you're welcome on the show. Anytime you want to come on, we'll chat about it. We'll crack some vodka even and talk about how D.C. needs to be turned into a cinder hole. But that's okay, too. In which case, we'll just fill it with manure and fill it over and then give it some time to compost out. And then we'll grow a nice green garden on top of it. But who knows what's coming? Whatever's coming, it's going to be mighty. And they know it, and they're accelerating their plan, but it's going to mean a very dark period for us here, and the only way you're going to get through it are a couple of things. 
You're going to have to make sure you're prepared. Make sure, and I keep saying this, you have at least three months of food and supplies on hand that you can survive without any power, everything for three months at least. That's going to be unnecessary. Make sure you've got some cash, some silver, some ability to transact. Patriots, make sure you have a plan for your household, for defense. Make sure you've got you're well armed. That's what we have the Second Amendment for. I'm not painting a picture of like doomsday. I don't think doomsday is going to last forever. <laughs> At least I hope not. I really don't want to be running around in ragged pants and bare feet trying to wade myself across glass fields and in what used to be cities fighting off zombies with a stick. I'm not into that. That's not my excitement of a future, just so I say it. But it is important that you have your basic supplies in place. That includes water. That includes your emergency stuff. There's plenty of knowledge out there. We're not going to get into all of that. And it is a critical moment that if you're not prepared for it, please get there quickly. Because even whatever comes of this, there's going to be a disruption. We know this is coming because they are getting panicked. They haven't agreed on a debt ceiling thing yet. My guess is, and this is part of the distraction coming, you are likely going to find some sort of false flag event that will have its origins in that tonnage, tonnage, of ammonium nitrate, you're probably going to see some eruption of some violence on the soil of America. You're going to see a collapse of the economy. You're going to see an outage of the internet, and you're going to see random blackouts. Those things are likely to all coalesce into one moment. And then let's add to it an alien invasion, because if we don't have an alien invasion, man, I feel like I got the cheap tickets because I want the alien invasion. I'm excited about that one. We've been waiting for that one for a long time, too. I want to see little green men. And besides, like I've said all along, please don't stress about lizard heads or aliens because there's no law that protects them. That is straight up open season. Have a good time. Enjoy. And it's not like the movies. You know, I don't know what it is. It doesn't matter. Aliens. That's, that'd be a way to, that'd be something to tell your grandkids about, wouldn't it? There you go. All right, there's a report here from Doc Chambers. This is real, and this is serious. Doc Chambers today was on the border. They were looking at one of the camps that was described in the Eagle Pass report I just gave you. This is very real. Take a listen to this. Fellow citizens and compatriots, we are besieged on all sides. It's getting kinetic downrange. Whether you're a Christian, whether you're a uh, an American, we just had another Benghazi-like attack on a... U.S. Embassy envoy in uh, Nigeria. Think Benghazi. Think Afghanistan. Look at what our leaders are doing. They're just giving up before they've even started to fight. Whether I agreed with what happened in Afghanistan, Iraq, and all those other places, it didn't matter. We don't leave our people behind. And now we're, we're watching as this orchestration of attacks upon our nation, the continental United States, and our Constitution are under siege. The flag should be flying upside down right now over the Capitol, whether that really is our Capitol or not. Take heed, prepare, and pray that you don't have to repel borders. Do everything you can to prepare right now. Look up two videos before this one, and you'll see Dr. Buttar. He was a, a 5th Special Forces group guy and 101st Airborne before he was a doctor, a fellow DO and a friend. And what happened to him is part of this. I can't confirm it right now that he was poisoned intentionally, but he was poisoned and he died and he paid the price. But just like he said, God's got it under control. 
We're just going to go through some dark times. Stand firm, America. We got your six. Out. And yep, there's more and more veterans that are starting to mobilize and get coordinated. That's one good thing about all of this. And there's more people within the ranks that are waking up to realize that you did swear an oath. And remember, your oath for anybody that's listening is for life. And patriots, I'm going to say that so you're very clear what I'm saying. Because I know a lot of people in the last couple of years have openly taken the oath. That oath is for life. That means enemies foreign and domestic that you are defending this nation against. And that takes many forms. Remember, in a revolutionary period in this country when we were there, we had as much need for people to be doing nursing and providing food as we had people on the front lines. We had as much, inf- much need for people doing intelligence gathering behind enemy lines and doing printing and getting information out as we had people on the front lines with muskets. This war is going to require everything we have. We've been preparing and knowing this day would come, and we are arriving at a critical hour. They are throwing everything at this right now. And the thing is, the nation still hasn't cracked. There's something to hold on to. They're trying. They're trying to keep us divided, and they're actually making us more united. They're pissing us off. And quite frankly, they keep going. There's not going to be any concern by anybody of what happens to these people. It's going to be vigilante justice if it continues, but I should really say patriot justice. So as a word to anybody in blue, And anybody in uniform and any sheriff out there, if you're siding with your state that's doing corrupt laws that are against the constitutions, you better start praying because your communities are getting pissed off and getting awake and you're not going to be on the right side of this fight. Get your head in the game. If you're a constitutional sheriff, if you're a constitutional law enforcement, Leo, if you are in a military, you better understand your oath and better understand what you're standing for. In uniform means you represent the people, not some deep handler puppeteer from the deep state that's paying your salary because, oh, wait a minute, maybe they gave you a bonus because of COVID. Not working anymore. People are fed up. Now, Dr. Rashid Buttar, he died. Doc Chambers mentioned him. Fifth Special Forces. He said he was poisoned. There's no question he was poisoned. He says he was poisoned intentionally with something like 100 times of the regular dose of the mRNA. I need you to remember what was said in the piece we played earlier, which was use Roden, 36. He said, if you do not agree with them, you forfeit your life as far as they're concerned. This is the truth. These people don't care about you. They care about only their bottom line. This is the enemy we fight. They worship more about the Tower of Babylon than they care about the children of God. Don't ever confuse that. At this point in time, every single person is going to a very important juncture in your life, a moment where you must choose whom you shall serve. If you're more worried about your money, your finances, your 401k, you're on the wrong side of the fight. And I know that may not come nicely, receive well to you because you're worried about your future. You will have no future if these people win. It is time to rally. It is time to talk to people. It is time to be bold. It is time to take your faith and open carry your faith. And while you're at it, open carry your pistol too. It's a good idea. Start changing the dynamic in your local community. Let them know who you serve. We serve a mighty God a God that does not tolerate this type of enemy. But he also needs us to stand up and be the children of the one God, the true God, the God of hosts, 
for we are the children of the Most High. Take a listen to this last interview from Dr. Rashid Buttar. I went through a very difficult personal health challenge of a few months I was in the ICU. I had been poisoned with this 200 times the amount of what's in the vaccinations. And I've said publicly, you know, you'd have to shoot me in the head with lead, um, i.e. a bullet, because I'm never going to take the vaccine. So I was actually intentionally poisoned. And part of it was, I, I believe, right before that CEO, right after that CNN interview. Um, but regardless of what happened, uh, the, the message I want people to know is remember the, the, the importance of exercising free will. And then also as a default, as a backup, slow down and remember that God is in control. And that's all you need to worry about. The rest of it, become mm -hmm. as self-sustainable as you can, um, you know, grow your own food, try to do whatever you can, because the next thing that's going to happen, it's not going to be another pandemic with the virus because they know that they've used that up and nobody's going to believe it. So now the next thing is going to be climate change. And then it's going to be the currency of the world. And then it's going to be some other emergency. They're always trying to create these emergencies. But again, remember, just slow down and remember that God's in control. And soon, I don't know whether it's going to be a week from now, a month from now, a year from now, five years from now, I have no idea. But their time is coming to an end. And, you know, when people talk about end of times, I believe this is the end of times, but it's not the end of times of like the end world's going to end. I believe it's an end of an era of thousands of years and the new time now where humans are truly going to be in a different place where abundance will be uh, accepted and understood by everyone. I fully agree with that conclusion. This man was killed by the deep state. He was fifth special forces. This is the type of evil we deal with. This is a war that's very real. You've heard me say for four years plus, this war is real. We've, conce we've seen it coming. It's like a tsunami coming at us. They hate America. They hate you. They hate your children. They're not trying to put them in rainbow outfits to make them look cute. They're trying to put them in rainbow out outfits to make them more attractive to the pedophiles that want to eat them and rape them. This is a type of enemy we fight that has no morals, no rules, no boundaries. And it's time this nation wakes up to the reality of what we face. The hour is here and the time is now. And it is time that Americans continue to mobilize, have hope, have faith, reach to the Lord. Proclaim who you are as the children of the Most High. Be bold, be fearless, fear not in this hour. Because in this hour is when the greatest of Americans stand. And those who cower, you shall be remembered as cowering. But those who stand, you will become the new legends of the, of the histories to be written. A time now for America to rally together, to stand together, to start showing that the common man of America loves this country as great as those who have trained for years in uniform. And together we stand arm by arm, mightily against this evil, crush it and put it to sleep forever. And there shall be no quarter, none whatsoever. You do not come after our children. You do not kill our elderly. You do not kill our veterans. You do not kill the innocent and not expect to have judgment placed upon your head. And be that judgment that will be led by God, but it will be wielded in many ways by the hands of men who seek him and who follow him. Never forget the mightiness of the God that we serve. He will never forget, nor shall we. Patriots, let's pray. Father God, we come to you today humbled, blessed, energized, facing an enemy that we shall never bow to, 
Father, hear our hearts, hearts of warriors that are now beginning to awaken and to rise, the fire of righteousness burning within us. It is time, Father, to now allow that strength to give us the direction that we need, where we need to step in. Father, we ask and, and request that the directions you need be placed on each person's heart, clearly the next steps where you need us to move, where you need us in this battle, the moves that we need to make, the positionings we need to prepare. Father, it's time for us now to take back this world as your remnant, as those who are representative of our Lord and Savior, Jesus, to proclaim our authorities in this world and to face this enemy and to put him down once and for all. Father, we pray for judgment and justice on this land, judgment upon those who have wielded a torture and a pain upon the innocent and the little ones. And may this never be forgotten by anybody again. May everyone face ultimately the truth of who we serve, you. And in the end, be humbled to such a degree that it shall never leave their thoughts, never leave their heart. Never again will their eyes move away from the eyes. They must be always placed on you rather than the father of lies. And for those who have served that path, let them be so deeply humbled, broken, before you to realize the deceit which they've served and the pain which it has caused and let that change their hearts to now become part humbly of a nation that calls them in this hour to serve as one nation under God. Guide us and protect us, and we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Run to the sound of the guns. Never, ever deviate and run away. When you hear it going, Lock and load. Get ready. The time is near. Arm yourself with your sword of steel and your sword of spirit. Be mighty in this hour. Be fearless. Remember, everything we fight for ultimately is the legacy of our parents and their parents and the future of the children yet unborn. That burden rests on us. The decisions we make, the path we choose, the courage that we show will define a future for them. Patriots. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We're at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man. 
and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push, we climb, we never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray, we stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 